one of my nieces recently started playing volleyball, which I am very excited about because volleyball is my favorite sport to play. I peaked in middle school with my volleyball career, sadly. I was the MVP and then didn't even make the team <laughs> the next year in high school. Wow, wow. But I still love it. Nothing will change that. It is still my favorite sport to play. And I have very fond memories of the years that I played in school. And I even got to play on a club team for a little bit. Um, so I'm needless to say, like, very enthusiastic to be able to help and support her on her own journey, if possible. And so we were playing over there the other day at their house. We being my my boys and my niece and my nephew. And it became very quickly very apparent to me that we needed to call it because we were just playing, but then everybody's just kind of, where am I? Who am I? They're looking up at, at the sky to find the ball, but then running towards each other, which is obviously not very safe unless you're wearing helmets or those bubble blow up suits. I'm like, you guys, we got to call it. You got to call it really loud. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be shy. Just say mine, 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 or got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Just really loud. I don't know if you've ever played sports, but I imagine this happens in baseball. I've never played baseball, but I imagine it's helpful there. If you've got two people out there that are running to try to catch the ball, you don't want them to run into each other and then nobody catches it. And same thing in volleyball. You don't want, well, you don't want to hurt each other, but also you don't want to bump into each other and then the ball drops and the other team gets the point, for example. So I was thinking about this, of course, because this is just how my brain works a lot of the time. And I'm like, this actually has business implications and I should record this as a podcast episode to anchor this perspective in because you think about in middle school or they're not even in middle school yet, but these girls that are playing volleyball and whoever's confident enough to be my, my, mine, got it, got it, got it. Who, who's ever confident enough to be vocal tends to be perceived as a leader. And this goes both ways. As the person speaking up, just know that you will be looked at as a leader, kind of like when I worked for the Park Service and I'm wearing a hat and a badge, then people assume I know the name of every plant, flora, fauna, or every fact in the history brochure, you know. There's assumptions in, that people make based on visual cues and also on verbal cues. If you're putting something out on the internet or you have a podcast or you have a book or you're saying something on social media, people may assume, make assumptions that you know what you're talking about. And I sure hope you do. I sure hope you do feel an integrity with whatever you're saying. I'm sure you do, or you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast because that's pretty key to the whole clear, sincere communication thing and feeling grounded in whatever it is that you're talking about. We're not about faking it till we make it. But it's both sides of the coin to think about when you speak up, some people are gonna listen. You are an influencer, whether you think of yourself that way or not. And likewise, you are influenced by people who are speaking up, you meaning me as well. And so that's something to consider and think about. Like just because someone is speaking up, they may not know what they're talking about. They may have just built up a habit of filling the air with words and because they happen to be posting or they had the discipline or the team and or whatever combination of things to finish their book or their podcast or their course or whatever, they were first to market, for example. You know, this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying first because I'm also thinking of another example 
in public speaking classes, both as a student and as a faculty member, sometimes you would say, okay, it's presentation day, who's going to go first? And someone might raise their hand to go first, and it might be because they're confident and they're like, I'm going to nail it. It's going to be a great time for all. I want to go first. Let me at it. Put me in coach. But it also could be like, I'm going to vomit if I don't get this over with. <laughs> so let me go first because these butterflies are about to just come right on up. And it could be either one and it could be a combination of both. I know for me, I used to hate public speaking and then I ended up loving it and teaching it, studying it, teaching it and all of that. But I'm just sharing it for what it's worth because the example was powerful to me because I was taken back as I'm sharing with her. I'm like, you got to call it. Don't worry about looking silly or feeling silly. It's valuable for safety and also for the outcome of the game for you to call it. And then people will start to trust you because it sounds like you trust yourself because here you are saying, got it, got it. Yes, I can do that. I trust myself to get the ball. I trust myself to get to where I need to go. And even if you're just saying it at first and you're doing your best and doing the best that you can to get over to the, to the ball, eventually you're going to get to the ball. And that is how you build the trust in yourself because you're choosing to value yourself enough to say, yeah, I can do that. I'm going to go for it at least. So both sides of it, you are an influencer. You are influenced with great power comes great responsibility. Do with that what you will. Know that one way or another, whatever you're putting out there, someone's listening to it. <laughs> Consider that when you are sharing and know that it's okay if you do change your mind on something later on, like that's human. We don't need to be perfectionists about being ourselves and feel like everything, we can't say it unless we know we're going to agree with ourselves 20 minutes, 20 years from now, etc. But then also really use discernment to think about who am I, who am I perhaps putting on a pedestal or admiring and de defaulting or subordinating to just because they're loud, just because they're visible, just because they're vocal, but not necessarily because I agree with what it, whatever it is that they're saying. And of course, you're not going to agree with anyone like 100% of the time. I don't even agree with myself 100% of the time. But it's just a valuable thing to remember and consider that we are at all times influenced and influencing. And it's worthwhile every now and then to consider what we want to do with that. How do you want to call it? How do you want to show up as a leader in your gym, in your community, in your business, in your home? How do you demonstrate that you trust yourself? And how do you demonstrate that you've got this? And if you're not demonstrating that, why not? And what will you choose to do about it so that you can give yourself a chance to get the ball? Because it's so much more fun when you get some action with the ball. <laughs> it's not very fun to just stand there and let everybody else get it. And you're just kind of decorating the court. It's fun to get in there. And then likewise, if you're being a bit more of a wallflower because you're watching everybody else and letting them call it, 
then consider this your wake-up call to get back in the game. Ooh, I have an episode called that on Naptime Empires. I will link to it in the show notes here. But to get back in the game and lead from where you are as well. We're all taking turns, leading, following. You know, we don't always want to be in the driver's seat. Sometimes we want to take a nap or put our feet up on the dash or whatever. So it's not like we always have to be leading. We're here to inspire and support and challenge each other. That's what I believe. But sometimes it's easy to fall into a rut of one or the other. All right, I'm going to stop before I take this way too far. But if it resonated with you and or if you love volleyball, shout it out. Let me know if there are any other sports analogies that connect to this. Let me know. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Hit the link in the comment box and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me, and two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60, to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally, and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers, and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself, hi! My name is Nikki Elledge Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.